What's up, beautiful cosmic meat babies? This is Steven Strominger, aka Mount Analog, broadcasting from Dayton, Ohio, funk capital of the universe. If you didn't know, now you know. So this is the Tortoise Podcast, episode one, going in, coming in hot. Never done anything on the podcast tip before, so this will be new for all of us. For me, mostly, but for you, too. If you're not familiar with Tortoise, we're an art collective uh, based out of Southwest Ohio. Started in 2013 and uh, still kind of branching out. Started, started, you know, locally, regionally in the zone. But we've been kind of branching out towards more of the Midwest, more the East Coast, more the West Coast. All over the globe, worldwide, cosmically, galactically, interdimensionally. Um, probably get a lot of that, <clears throat> a lot of those ums on this first, first trial, first take. Stay hydrated. But I'm just gonna come at this super organically, and do the damn thing, as you should with most things. So I'm gonna get into a couple. Things we've dropped recently uh, on our Bandcamp, on our SoundCloud, in the data sphere, on the web. Um, our latest release was by a really good friend of mine. He goes by the name Tuan. And it's uh, his whole release is a pretty eclectic mix of like really experimental beats and hip-hop it's really hip-hop derived rap music rhyming rap music wordplay but i'm just gonna go ahead and jump right in with his uh one of the tunes on his release which is which came out on april 21st so still pretty fresh our freshest to date this one's called uh drugs and lunch meat bombs dropping mom's sobbing know this world is diabolic Try and stop it, siren swapman, life is lost by firing squadrons, silent solemn, columns falling, politics was always rotten, knowledge polished, problems popping, positive is the only option, poppy shots on every block and everybody on oxycotton, constant coughing, sickness often to live and die are only causes. Scaly, scummy, ugly. That one's Drugs and Lunch Meat by Tuan off his last release, Shoes. We'll have links to that and all the other releases we're going to feature on this podcast in the description. 
notes if you want to check any of that out. This next one's called Capitalism and it features yours truly. Just capitalism Is it human nature to capitalize On a motherfucking victim Switch blades thinking in the system It's hard to breathe without the green His warm's itching, depression sets in What's the next symptom? Less dollars means less in the kitchen No wonder why kids sell stress to their friends And do different shit to end up in prison How can a cop kill a kid and feeling different Than the kid that kills a cop gets a fucking life sentence So how much a dollar cost? I last Kendrick, American Holocaust Lost in an Made by a bomb that descended on descendants of other religions Politics building, democracy's children Make a mockery of killing All that for that almighty dollar God Willing Willing Got a lot of blood spilling, got a eye feeling About all this killing over God and a lie A lost city, I'm a little like Robin Hood But not Disney, got a cult with me Like Walt Disney, no 50 Not my fault, it's y'all's, but I'm all in it Lost causes and fraud, it's off limits A Judas Priest break the law With us break the law HR. This slave is awake For ten years a gold watch and ten birthday cakes I'm afraid that the interview is over You're far too faithless for hostile takeover yeah. It's abominable taking the profits and flexing the pockets of humans on their last limbs I take offense to the notion of fair trade slavery Half off debt free samples unsavory Save me, I'll get my eggs free range Focus the fire and fire the desktop plaques They get their domes cracked, pick up my own slack You know their heart's black, I'll take my life back Freely believe me, I'm not fond of the funds being filtered to the pipeline landslide Finance pride, idolize an entity built on lies, God willing Cash rules everything around us, from the liquor stores to the school bus I wish it could be superfluous paper, triangled eyes, homes and skyscrapers, burgers and fries Everything you buy, even when you die, you are spending it Do these shoes fit? Fuck those shoes, the ones that you own don't have holes yet Capitalism got us in a cold sweat Capitalism. Tuan coming in hot. Big ups to him for letting me get in on that one. Always view money as a tool, not as something you need to hoard and fucking stash away and use as a as a sign of power, as a sign of of anything else other than a tool. That's all I'm gonna say on that. We could ramble on that for a hot minute. Fuck the gold. Um <laughs> Next one we're gonna, next release we're gonna kind of talk about a little bit was my last release, which was on Tortoise April 14th. Uh, it's called Life Receipt. This first one is called Chaos. Glaze for days, feeling amazed at this mess, feeling the stress compressed. It's putting my life to the test and I'm feeling that I should be a tad depressed. Nah. Infected with thoughts, but this life is the one that will cost But I am my boss, so I broke a lot Money is fickle, I joke a lot Poetry saves me daily Buried in art and I wouldn't have it any other way Wait that I feel and I'm proud of it Screaming a lot and you know that I'm loud with it Woo -hoo. Emaciated ego Fly like an eagle, pierced with the needle Blood money quick, can I get a rebate? Doesn't hurt to ask, it can't run organs on cash Initiate rhymes and I'm making my time flow freely Ideally, this idea is seemingly seamless Can I complete this? Hopefully Breaking the bow when I'm dropping the child Shooting the bow, Pinocchio will smile Vague mystic references don't make me a philosopher 
quarks, electron, proton, neutron, photon Are we the light from the sun? Are we the sons of the one? Are we the ones with the guns? The strings are pulling the funds? Dark matter matters, matter of factly Ask me exactly what my abstractly abstract wordplay means Woke up and realized my time was missing Quick science will turn the crucifix Dying is on my bucket list Listen closely, I'm mostly a ghost in dropping ionized guts Disguise the cries from the cuts Compression bending my struts Sometimes there's objects in my peripheral Manifestations of failures and all that shit's ephemeral You're running against accomplishments, the art is sacrificed Don't be content, complacency is certainly a vacancy Let's fill the void, darkness, light destroyed Don't go gentle into that good night If you wanna flex the fall to four corners Crippling the darkness freely with light This is the time, shattered dimensions we climb Hopefully someday sublime If you gotta run the circuits we're bending Silicone power is making you blind The raw wild ones fight the darkness Blazing like meteors Eruptions and implosions A simultaneous endless flux Rage against the dying of the light He's gonna feature his own music on the podcast. What an egomaniac. And that I am. That I am. That one was called Chaos off my last release, Life Receipt. Uh, I'll link you guys to a music video that I made for that one in the description as well. The next one I'm going to play off that release is called Duality. And it's kind of a heavier, more synthy sound design style beat. Uh, kind of used, I used Serum a lot in this one for you producers out there. Serum, if you don't know, uh, look up some videos on it. It's a pretty powerful sound design tool. But for this one, I just sat for a couple hours and tried to make really intense sounds and sort of arrange them into this composition you're about to hear. fun one to make. Love music, sound, melodies, all that, all that stuff. All that stuff with the noise and the sound that you plug into your ear holes. Feels good. Feels right. Moving right along. Uh, I feel like this next 
bit of music merits a bit of explanation. So last year, I got involved with a project with my homies Yeti and Toadface uh, called Trifinity, and we sat down and made a three-track EP, kind of like some... We tried to think very experimentally for this one, and we were pretty happy with it. We were like, okay, this this uh, turned out pretty good. Let's do a round two. So we decided to make a Trifinity 2, and we derived all of the sounds that were made. We derived all the sounds on Trifinity 2 on, only using sounds that we made from the first Trifinity. So we were really happy with the second one and thought, well, could we keep the ball rolling? And we decided for the third installment of the Trifinity, we would take the sounds that we created in Trifinity 1 and 2 and make them public and make it an open submission type thing, something that, you know, any producer could um, could use the sounds and arrange them and, and make a song and, and make something creative out of. We were really just wanting to do an experiment and kind of see what happens, kind of like, kind of a mutation, a sound mutation. So we had over a hundred submissions come in and for the sake of the project, we wanted to whittle it down to 33 songs. <laughs> so we were able over, it took a little while to do, but we whittled it down to 33. And I'm going to play just, we're actually going to play three to keep the, <laughs> keep that going, keep the threes going, keep the threes rolling. I'm going to play three tunes off of Trifinity Part 3. This first one was one of my favorite submissions by the homie Intacon from Flagstaff. Thank <laughs> you. 
many flavors and textures on that one. Thanks for the submission, Intercon. And he kept that one right at 3 minutes and 33 seconds, so we do appreciate that. <laughs> um, this next one is by the homies Stone Good Beats. And it's a bit more minimal, but just as groovy and funky as the last one. So enjoy. Posted up, bringing in the hotness. Thanks for that, Stone Good Beats. Feeling good. Feeling really good about that one. Uh, this next one is by Detravor, which is a classy lady from the UK, bringing in all kinds of flavors on this one. Thank <laughs> you. 
Detrevor from across the lake in the UK putting in work. Always nice to hear a lady making beats, putting in proper work. Sounds good. Keep it up. So that wraps up the three we're going to feature about the uh, Trifinity 3. The Trifinity came out on March 24th this year. Once again, we'll have links to that in the description. I'm going to get into some unreleased stuff just a little bit. Uh, The first thing we're going to get into is a release by Athens bass producer Thelonious Mung. This one's going to be featured on his forthcoming release, Lost in the Sauce, which drops on May 12th. This first one is called Whoop! Percussion work on that one. Thelonious Monk putting in work. <clears throat> Take a little sip, a little sippy sip here. Thelonious Monk, Thelonious Monk putting in work. Um, that one's going to be on his release, Lost in the Sauce. I'm going to drop one more from that release that I was feeling, feeling all of them. This next one's called Vibe. So, I hope you vibe.
That one's got a bit of a video game sort of vibe. Sort of a 16-bit, 8-bit kind of flavor to it. Adventurous, fun. Dynam some dynamic percussive elements. So big ups on that one, Thelonious Mung. Uh, we're going to do a quick word from our sponsor. I'm just fucking with you. We don't have any sponsors. But I do want to take this time to uh, pimp out a couple people that are putting in mad work for the Tortoise Southwest Ohio and Beyond crew. First homie I want to recognize is Alex Buchanan. Alex Buchanan Art and Design. Check him out on the old Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz data sphere. Very, very talented individual. He makes music too. We will be dropping an album of his this year, um, a little later on in the fall slash winter time. He is a, uh, he does hip hop and a lot of experimental stuff, but check out his visual stuff specifically for this shout out. Uh, he's, he's a G on all fronts. A lot of the album art and design work you see uh, through Tortoise artist logos and such t-shirt designs have been done by him so check him out uh, another shout i wanted to, another shout out i wanted to do uh was to the dream boy audio crew who's been providing the pk sound for a lot of the shows that have been happening in and around dayton so huge props to them um the last shout out i'm going to do is for that's dope records which is based out of cincinnati if you're not familiar with That's Dope, get familiar with That's Dope. Check them out online. They're putting in mad work for up-and-coming artists, organizing shows, album releases, just doing a ton for the community. So, huge thanks to them. So many homies doing so many things for so many people. That's what it's all about, this collective life web. Sharing creativity, sharing ideas, formulating ideas it's really cool to be alive feels really good there's really no purpose for existence so you kind of have to create your own destiny kind of have to just be the captain of your own ship and as cliche as it may sound if you focus and direct your efforts hard enough into the areas you want to succeed you will succeed podcasts on podcasts thanks if you're tuning in um you're probably sick and tired of my sultry dj voice which i'm pretty stoked about i think i sound pretty good like i said earlier egomaniac in the house uh anyway we're gonna move right along to an interview that i did with uh dayton-based producer darko who has a release coming out through tortoise on may 5th which is coming up really soon if you're listening to this, it's in a couple days. If we haven't been, uh, if we haven't entered World War Three, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go there. Uh, but this release is called Binary Reflection, and we got him up in the studio to kind of talk to him about his creative process and talk about how he created this album and his intentions with the album and what he's hoping to achieve with these sounds so hope you enjoy this interview da, 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 da. okay so we're in the studio i'm here with darko and we're gonna talk a little bit about his up-and-coming album how you doing darko doing good man just woke up not too long ago yeah just hanging out just hanging out <laughs> yeah in the studio in the studio <laughs> <laughs> so your uh your new album binary reflection you um you want to talk a little bit on that? What's happening? <clears throat> sure. What's the haps with that? Um, contains eight new tracks, um, around twenty six minutes worth of new material. Um, it's a very much um, evolution of my previous release. Um, really pushed the boundaries of what I thought my sound design was. Um, Lots of education. What kind of equipment are you using for the sound design? Um, I'm using a Korg MS-20 for a lot of my uh, wavetables along with a microbrute. And I resynthesize them through uh, Serum, um, sometimes Operator. 
or uh, sampler or simpler in Ableton. So in like uh, layman's terms, you're taking analog equipment and then resampling it in a digital synthesizer, basically. Like yes, okay. Because a lot, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of those analog instruments, even Moogs, like you can't get those nasty sounds. It's just, thick. Yeah, just it's just a thick sound, and like you can't really get to the start sounding nasty until you uh, post process it digitally. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. And then, like, granularly stretching them, like, manually, like, making sounds do certain things, like, even making, like, the Ableton algorithm glitch out, Mm -hmm. even as part of my sound. And, like, there's actually, like, a little bit of intentional phasing in there, because it's, like, I kind of wanted to show the listener the fabric of their mind, Mm -hmm. like, of just, like, oh, my God, that's so imperfect and weird. Through the (laughs) stereo field in a really abstract way. Oh, yes. I feel that. Different grain sizes, um, you know, that sort of thing, just to really separate everything of, like, what's going on right now. Like, there's a lot of homies that are doing granular synthesis, but I don't think they're doing it in the manner that I'm going about it. Nice. So it's all pretty heavy. It's all pretty pretty deep and heavy. I've, I mean, I've listened to it, through. It's all it's all pretty deep and heavy, but what, <laughs> oh, what yeah. have you got to say about the overall, like, audio aesthetics? It's just, it, it's a it's a binary reflection like um it's a reflection of myself as a musician Uh, i come from a very much of a doom metal background and Mm -hmm. i was starting off when i started off producing i was doing 140 to like 160 165 like all those beat tempos Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then i and i was doing somewhat like 110 down tempo stuff every now and again just to change up the mood a bit but then one day I was experimenting with 120 to like 100 BPM type stuff. And I was just like, wow, this is insane. Yeah. Like just how much more you can get the sound design to move around things and to engulf the listener. Like, and let alone it's, it's an experience for me, like um, making the stuff because I'm just sitting there kind of laughing. Like I have never heard that before. <laughs> like, and once you like, find that within yourself, like something that you've never heard before, but it has a sense of familiarity of like your past musical projects and you can still hear yourself inside of it. Like that's mm-hmm. to me when you finally develop, like in essence, the start of like who you are Yeah. in a music, you know what I mean? And like, especially with like electronic music, I think people, unless you're like doing what you know, like you do the Mount Analog stuff where it's hip hop, where it's like a literal reflection of yourself. You're talking about a lot of personal things. Like I'm trying to describe personal things through sound mm-hmm. and through like tension building and like for sure how I make it, you know, for sure. So. It's all, it's all an art. It's an audio craft. So absolutely. And it's just, you know, when I was making a lot of it, it was around, you know, the anniversary of, uh, well, not that necessarily binary reflection, but a track that I released, Nami, I actually started writing it because the anniversary of Peter Steele from Typo Negative of his death was coming up, and I was just like, I really want to release something on that day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it was weird. It was different. Like, um, Nami, that was a lot of my uh, stepson's uh, influence there. Mm-hmm. But that's not even on the album, but it is on a mixtape that... <laughs> Uh, I recently released for promotion for the new album. So nice. Do you want to talk a little bit about like how do you get into how did you get into like the creative process? So you got the ideas, and they're brewing up, they're stewing around in your head, and then you actually sit down. How do you like put the rubber to the pavement and actually like get the process going? Do you rely on more on like an initial idea and kind of like progress it from the the that spark, or do you tend to like take more of a like constructed approach where you come at it with like a sort of like a game plan or formula or not a formula necessary, but like you, you build, you build an outline first or how do, how do you approach it? Um, it becomes very different. in a lot of times, um, I'll be at work. I work in a machine shop. So all the time I'm hearing halftime beats between machines clanking <laughs> and like literally roaring. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my music, a matter of fact, is, is, is literally inspired by like industrial machines like it's so weird um but sometimes while i'm at work i'll hear a tune in my head like literal notation changes and like the way the halftime beats going and like 
different stuff like that. So I literally downloaded a multi-track recorder on my phone mm-hmm. and I hum the different parts <laughs> into my phone from just different ideas if I have them because I work eight to 10 hours a day at my mm-hmm. job, you know what I mean? So like, and some of my most freshest ideas come to me in the morning at like eight or nine o'clock in the morning. I'm just like, oh, that's tight. Hold on a second. <laughs> so I'll go outside, pretend I'm smoking a cigarette or something and literally like hum out. 30 seconds to a minute's worth of like new material and then i try to go home and like recreate what i did with my mouth that's it's, cool that's it's good because it like i said it just comes randomly from hearing different sounds because there's it's so much noise in there for like, sure and like especially like doing producing music and like having to a lot of times be my own mastering and mixing engineer like mm-hmm. um you fine-tune your ears to your environment mm-hmm. and like it's weird because like I wear earplugs at work. So a lot of those noises, I feel like they're ghost noises mm-hmm. that I'm hearing because it, a lot of that other noise is blocked out from the earplugs that I have to wear. Right. So it's kind of weird. And then like, sometimes I'll literally sit down in front of my laptop and I'll just kick out a halftime beat that I like and throw an 808 on and just start developing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, like, hook up MIDI to my analog sense and just start jamming because I can still get some pretty gnarly sounds out of them, but, like, nothing that is, like, oh, wow, that's next level. The next level is post-processing. Mm-hmm. That's when you start taking everything, like, even G. Jones and Bleep Loop and all them dudes, it's not straight synthesizer of what you're hearing. It's a lot of post-processing. Right. right to get it to sound that gnarly and bring like the highs and the mids out of phase and make them feel like they're on the side of you. Right. Like, Give just them harmonic excitement and oh, different yeah. parts of the stereo. Oh, yeah. For sure. You, you definitely have to work with stereo spreaders and like stuff like that because you're, those are mono instruments. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of those sounds, like I said, it's just post-processing. It's, but it's fun. The post-processing part is fun, but it can get a little too fun and it and is completely <laughs> inaudible. Like, so be careful. I hear you on that. Sometimes <laughs> you got to limit yourself. Those limitations can breed uh, newer ideas or they can breed different ideas, oh, yeah. you know? Um, so I guess, you know, art is pretty subjective and music's pretty subjective, but what is your sort of, what's your intention? What are your, like your intentions with this collection of music? Um, my intentions are to just share myself with people um, and, and basically like a score to who I am, um, and a lot of aspects, uh, just through sound, like learning this style of music. Like I played metal for over half my life and I'm almost 30 years old, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and coming into this, like I, I, I found a lot until I just started discovering underground music, the, um, aspects of bass music, you know, the underground and everything like that, like, um, the, it lacked art. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like, you know, like how you have metalcore bands and then you have really artistic, amazing, experimental grind doom bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's art. That is just produced, regurgitated, replicated garbage in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's just those pe- those dudes, like if you ever like listen to like bands of, like Born of Osiris or Devil Wears Prada, like I know their producers. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff is literally just, they did not write that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this EDM stuff, like um, Skrillex, Marshmallow, Excision, all them dudes, just like the bigger name dudes, I don't find art in it. I really don't. And I really want to apply something of just that it felt like I'm conversating with my soul to somebody else. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? To, uh, you wanted to express yourself, express your soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, <laughs> to me, that's what art is. It's like... Definitely. And it, I try not... To say this, it's something my mom and one of my best friends told me a while ago is that, you know, I'm you're not an artist, you're a work of art. Mm-hmm. And that kind of resonated with me because, like, dude, I can sit down with any instrument and write something that is comes from nowhere. I can't even describe to you where it comes from. It just naturally flows, especially if I have intention in it, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. intention of making something because, mm-hmm. like, I will never settle for anything less than what I'm trying to expel from myself within quality and within, you know, art. That's a good way to be putting in work. 
Yeah, you have to. Like, I, I work 10 to 12 hour days and I come home and I work six to eight hours on music every day. It does not stop. Staying dedicated. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Like, and if you don't, like, dude, this, especially with this music, it's like always, you always have to constantly level up. And if you're not leveling up, then you're just going to be left behind. You, like, you'll stagnate. If you're, if you're not, uh, actively participating in your own development and trying to explore new areas in your craft you will stagnate <laughs> yeah for sure so it's it's good what you're doing uh keep it up for sure absolutely and like a lot of my inspiration like i just want to throw this out there is actually from like apex twin like on oh, this yeah. whole thing like you might not be able to hear it and that's a okay <laughs> but like there's some break beats and stuff in there where i throw it in but like i'm a half-time artist i'm not like a glitched out IDM mm-hmm. guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that, that sort of realm of music is kind of a little over my head. So I, I, I'm sticking with halftime. It's halftime is good. It's, it's deep. It's grimy. It's, uh, it's, it's very primitive. Yeah. I feel, you know what it's I mean? Tri- just, it's, yeah. Primitive. Just, it like, you can just get down to it like a big old ape, man. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and like, let alone like to touch a little bit on that. It's like, I'd never see myself play live. You know what I mean? Because I'm always the one that's in the seat of performing, mm-hmm. so to speak. And my fiance literally like live streamed me the other night when I was playing with Matter at View, and I saw the live stream. And I'm just like, how come you guys don't tell me I look like a big monkey running around <laughs> twisting knobs and like throwing my hands in there and just head banging and have fun? Like, I was like, I, I, I don't think I. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I look the, ridiculous, but it's just state. you're in the you're in the zone, you know. Yeah, but like I I'm usually the bigger guy out of my group of friends, you know what I mean? So seeing my you know like I'm six foot two, you know, weigh two hundred and something pounds, like, and got a big old beard. It's weird seeing a dude with a big old beard get down like that, in my opinion. <laughs> like I'm just, but everybody else takes it, so it's cool. No, it's cool. It's good to get, especially in a live setting. You want to get. Yeah. You know, you want to get into that flow state. You really kind of want to get to the point, you know, where you're just, it's, it seems like you are, you know, where you're not, you're, you're so connected to the moment that you're, you're not, not blacked out, but you're, you've, you've completely become one with the essence of the moment, you know? Oh, absolutely. So the more you do that, the more you, you will appear to be a big bearded monkey man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but that's good. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's just, it's also just the, out of the fact of, you know. I like to connect with my music because those are like a lot of that stuff. I, I often write what I like to hear and what I like to hear sometimes really hasn't been done yet or I haven't found it. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly on SoundCloud, MixCloud, going to many different shows, searching for somebody else that's like me. And the, there's a couple cats out there, like a cat that was on Trifinity with us unknown. Like he's down there in the tempo range and I can really get behind that. And, mm-hmm. uh, a guy that you guys recently b- released as well, Blotter. He's really down there in tempo, and I really enjoyed that. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool to see like a lot of like the big beat cats, like um, Bleep Bloop and Swamp, and you know even Sayer. He's down at one hundred eight BPM a lot now. Um, but like Bleep Bloop and um, Swamp, they do a lot of one hundred twenty stuff. So it's really inspiring to see a lot of people going in that direction a little bit, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where like this type of art form, it's going to be, you know, not so foreign to some people like, God, that is so slow. It's like, yeah. Oh, have you ever heard this before? <laughs> Who is this? It's just like, no way. It's like, yeah, they did it. <laughs> they went for it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of my main inspirations are, uh, come from like a break core background, I'm really into like Venetian snares and square oh, pusher and awesome. stuff. And like, so the halftime stuff for me in the electronic music department is really, uh, really refreshing and, and, and puts me into that primitive like state as well. And, uh, I really respect it. I really like it. It's a lot different than what I, what I, you know, my, my inception points come from, but I really like it a lot. Oh yeah. Like square pusher. Yeah. Definitely amazing. Like, um, Watched some live videos of him recently with a bass guitar and sampler, and the oh, dude was yeah. just killing it. Oh, he kills it. <laughs> just killing it, straight killing it. I just threw my hands up. I was like, that's amazing. I Whatever. just assume he's mastered. Uh, one of my favorite albums of his is just a souvenir, and it's it's just that. It's just a it's just a little novelty that he made, but it's all like 
jazz fusion, hi- jazz funk hybrid things with electronic music elements and some yeah. break beats in there, but he's definitely killing it. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. And same thing with like Richard, Richard James, like just to touch on that, like how halftime down tempo beat music is coming into serious light. Like, um, Aphex Twin recently dropped Eprom Samurai, mm-hmm. and that track is literally 100 BPM. Mm-hmm. And hearing that coming from like to me the man, and knowing that it's that this style of music is now accepted by the man responsible for all this, mm-hmm. one of the men responsible for all this, mm-hmm. is truly inspiring. Like knowing that this type of music will can be accepted by a mass group of people is really inspiring to keep going yeah you know what i mean so definitely there's always there will there will always be ears that are interested in in new things and interested in an ex, in experimentation and that is pretty beautiful it gives you uh even more even more reason to move forward with sound just knowing that oh, people yeah. are open <laughs> open to, to experimentation you know yeah, I want you guys to check out one of my tracks right now called Binary Reflection. Really touches bass on a little bit of breakcore, a little bit of IDM in there, like little blips of it. It's still halftime music, but I tried to incorporate a lot of stuff that inspired me, so check it out. binary reflection what can what do you got to say about that one um that was the last track that i recorded for the album um i say recorded it i did record it should i say um all like the big gnar midi notations um that was very a modular style of recording for me um i pumped a sequencer through the ms20 and then i pumped the ms20 through the uh 
Microbrute and just the gnarly, like, mono sound of that bass came from that. And then there's granular post-processing and different stretching methods in Ableton that I did. That It just it felt like a real throwback to my original style of music that I came from. And mm-hmm. let alone there's some, like, breakbeat stuff. Like, we were talking about breakcore earlier and, like, Aphex Twin. Like, I tried to incorporate everything that inspired me to get me to this point. Yeah. So, so it's really like an homage to your insp- main inspirations. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just kind of like a nod, you know what I mean? Just kind of like a thank you, and like let alone it's a reflection of like myself and the inspirations that wear on me. Mm-hmm. So it came out really cool, and I was really proud of that track. Nice. I really like it too. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you had a lot of like inspiration, a lot of people in mind, a lot of ideas in mind, a lot of... A lot of sounds, uh, a lot of experimentation. Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> so what about uh, the whole like mastering process on all that? Um, that- for this, um, the eight tracks, I had one of my dearest best friends master it for me, who is also in the Gym City Riot. And if you don't know who they are, you should check them out. Yeah, check, check them out. We got releases from them on uh, our band camp and on the SoundCloud and stuff. Or... A release, their debut album. <laughs> yeah, Ghost in the Speaker Box. Mm-hmm. It's a great first effort from mm-hmm. just somebody coming out of the woodworks of just like, you know, especially from you guys, like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they just come out with some wild, diverse bass music, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like Chris, st- he killed it. He killed it on the mastering. Um, Chris Blazer did. And um, I also want to throw a shout out to Phyllis Wayne. Uh my Philly boy, he's uh, he's helped me a lot through everything. Like, you know, there's times that I had doubts in my own production. He was really there to, like, keep me boosting and going. Same thing with the Gym City Riot guys. Um, Adam from the Gym City Riot, because it's two producers, uh, has been my best friend since I was, like, 13 years old. We learned guitar together. We're in each other's first bands to our very last bands that we were in. Um, he's a great kid. Love that guy to death. Um yeah, Chris Blazer, Adam Williams, very talented individuals. Um, personally, I want to throw a shout-out to Bib Wingus, that kid. I saw him open up for Schlump the other night, and he's a real good homie, but like that new material is something else. Yeah, we'll be but, having his release out later on this year, too. It should uh, be out in the next couple months, so keep your eyes out for that. That thing is evil. <laughs> That's all I got to say. It's evil it incarnate. Is, it, it He makes my music seem like fucking, you know just twinkly pretty stuff so be <laughs> on the lookout boy. for that um yeah check out mount analogs fresh oh, stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, all that, right that opening track that's just dope dude no just no, no no yes. no don't. yes i love it <laughs> i think it's great it's like mount step <laughs> mount it's step it's so good that was a fun one all right well thanks for coming to the studio thanks for talking about your album and and, yeah, and everything you've done with it it's gonna be out this friday may 5th Dropping on SoundCloud, dropping on Bandcamp, dropping through the data sphere. Um, it, I'm, there'll be links on your website too. You have your own oh, website, yeah. and we'll definitely link people to that as well. I'll link people to the description of your latest mix in. I'll link people to your latest mix in the description of this podcast, so they'll be linked yep. up to that. They can hear a little preview of all the new material that you're putting out. So, if you ever want updates, please go to www.darkomusic.com. Again, it's www.darkomusic.com. All my latest updates, anything you could ever want to find me on anywhere is on there. Um, Just look me up. Nice. All right. Thanks, man. No problem. That was Darko. A gem, a treasure, and a treat. I love that guy. Keep an eye out for his release coming out this Friday, May 5th, Binary Reflection. And that about wraps up the podcast. And this is the awkward goodbye that time when you're like, I just met this person. Do I give him the handshake? Do I give him the hug? Do I just give him the fist bump? Always go in for the hug. Trust me. Um, if you guys tuned in, thank you. I'm going to plan on doing this semi-frequently, a few a month. Keep everybody updated on everything. Um, we're going to keep spinning. We're going to keep moving through this floating Dimension on this floating space rock towards who knows infinity and beyond. Um, 
Like I said before, I'm going to have links to everything we talked about in the description of this podcast. And we're going to end it on Darko's Bone Dragger. So thanks again for tuning in. Much love, much respect. Stay funky. Love you guys.